quite a gripping story we have in the gospel this morning, and it makes me think that sometimes we should have um, like advisory warnings of PG or M or whatever on the on our our readings for the day for mass because we've got all sorts of marital matters and then beheadings and things going on. Um, I want to look today at the the different characters in the story and what's motivating them to act in the way that they act, um, looking at kind of the, the allegiances that they've given their heart to and how this determines what they, what they do. Because we have John the Baptist as the central figure in this is very clear in what he wants to do. He knows that he stands for God and for truth and that he's been um, called to witness, not only to witness to Jesus and his coming, but to witness to the truth. And therefore he knows that in this situation of Herod, taking his brother's wife, he knows he needs to stand up for the truth. So he is very clear in what he needs to do, and he's free to, even with the danger that that presents to him, he's free to stand up for what he wants to stand up for, um, to stand up for the truth on behalf of God. On the other side of the equation, we have Herodias, the wife who is very upset at John the Baptist's words, and she seems very clear in what she wants to protect. She seems to be just worried about herself and her own position um, and her relationship that she doesn't, that John the Baptist has spoken against. Um, She's just upset and hates John the Baptist and wants him dead. Um, Very clear. She's got no qualms about that, doesn't seem to have any remorse about it. She just wants him dead because he's spoken out against her relationship. And I would mention as well her daughter, who just seems happy to do whatever her mother wants. But in the middle of this, we have a character who's a bit more complex, a bit more conflicted, Herod himself. Um, despite what's gone before, he, he finds himself in this situation where he, he cares for John the Baptist, he kind of respects him, sees him as a holy man, um, and also fears the people. But then he's got his, his wife and her daughter who want him dead, so now he's made promises that he kind of can't, or do, he doesn't want to keep, he doesn't want to put John the Baptist to death, um, but he finds himself in this situation. He stood up at this party with all these respected guests and members of um, the area, and he's made this promise, and now, while he doesn't want to do it, he feels that he has to. And it's interesting to note that it's not only because he's made the promise to um, Herodias's daughter that he doesn't want to protect John the Baptist, it's because of the opinion of all of the guests who are watching him, all of those who've seen him make this oath, who would see the dishonor of going against his oath. Um, So we can be caught in this kind of trap of which way we want to go, and it's not necessarily because we've made vows to someone that, you know, I will do whatever you ask. Um, You know, I imagine we don't all go around making vows like that to people. But it might simply be because of the opinion of others that we want to hold on to that we want this person to, to look kindly upon me and I don't, want to see, I don't want them to see me acting in a particular way. And therefore, I'm not free to do what my heart is really leaning towards. That might be, you know, um, not doing something that might embarrass me in front of my friends or make them feel awkward. That might be um, wanting to make sure I stay in the good books of the boss um, and therefore not being free to act as God may be calling me to or as my conscience is calling me to. And so, like Herod, we can find ourselves um, not only torn, but then he does 
kind of give in to that pressure, to, to that allegiance he's got towards the, the opinion of the people, the opinion of his respected guests. He can't forego that honor. He can't forego kind of their, their thoughts of him um, to stand by John the Baptist and the respect that he wants to give him. So he puts him to death. And so we're all kind of seeking that grace to really be free to follow the Lord. And it can get very complex in the different ways God asks us to act, uh, whether standing up for the truth or just kind of doing the right thing um, within ourselves, within our own hearts. But it's good to be aware of the ways that we find this allegiance of our heart being drawn in different ways of, of how we, we can find our identity in the way that people see us or in the position that we have. And that just stops us from being free, free to follow what the Lord is calling us to in that situation. So let's, let's seek that grace and seek the awareness to see these, these ties that we've placed upon our hearts, um, which pull us in these different directions so that the Lord can free us from them um, and bring us to that freedom to truly live for him, truly love him, and live in the love that he has for us.